I bet you've been looking for this one. This was the next podcast for the Resilient Entrepreneur. That's right. It's number five. And today I'm talking about training. This is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting. Let's get started. So as I said, today's podcast is about training. And many of you, again, owners, leaders, managers, team members, most of you are back to work. And many of you are probably in this mode of we need to make up for some lost time here. The cool thing is many of you are having really, really good weeks, days, months, and some of you, it's, you know, again, we're kind of looking back and saying, you know, maybe you had to shut down for six weeks. You may have had to shut down for 10 weeks. It's, you know, all around the country and even in your own local economy, it's very different. And people restarting has looked very different around the country. So, Some of us may look and say, we just need to do what we do, do it efficiently, and we really don't have time for training. We don't have time for meetings. However, I would, at this point, bring to you a quote or a little, just something that I I am a firm believer in, and that the quantity and quality of your team meetings are going to be directly proportionate to the success your business is going to have now and in the future. It was interesting over the 20 years that I've been coaching and consulting with various businesses, uh, practices around the country, I have seen this ring true every time. And one of the best examples I had was a client that I worked with uh, over the course of a year and this was a, a uh, multi-specialty dental practice. It was a seven-day-a-week practice. The hours were 8 to 8 Monday through Friday and 8 to 4 on Saturday and Sunday. To say the least, they were busy. They were really very fragmented, not a lot of teamwork, a lot of people working in silos. A lot. It was just a collection of really good people, but not a team. And the practice owner refused, flat out refused to have team meetings for the longest time. Many owners and managers, they don't like team meetings for a lot of different reasons. Many times it's because team meetings have, they've just blown up. They've been negative. We have nothing to say. There's a lot of different reasons. But for the most part, this owner practitioner decided that team meetings were, uh, he just didn't have time for it. And it was going to cost him money. And I get it. I mean, that, that's a legitimate thought and statement. However, you should be looking at team meetings in terms of what type of ROI am I going to get when I turn this team loose? Once I have a meeting with them, what am I bringing to this meeting that's going to generate an ROI for the team? Sometimes those ROIs can, could literally be measured with basic math some of those ROIs are a little bit more intangible. It's tough to measure uh, morale. It's tough to measure customer service, but you can certainly measure collections and production and things like that. Interestingly enough, and this is kind of this is going in a little bit different direction for a moment, but back to my point about training and your success is going to be based on the quantity and quality of your team meetings. So 
Shelly, my wife, her nephew Hunter is in the Marines. And it it really got me thinking, even in in listening to different Navy SEALs and different people in Special Forces and so forth, you know, the interesting thing is when you listen to, let's just take a Navy SEAL for a moment, they train 98% of the time for that 2% of the time where they get called into action. And when they go, they are the embodiment of excellence because they have trained 98% of the time. They know before they walk into a situation, the variables, they know how to react to variables. They know what the mission is. So let's bring that back to your team for a moment. You know, when you take Hunter or Navy SEALs and you think about these Marines or these Navy SEALs that are They've trained 98% of the time for being called into action 2% of the time. How does that compare to your team? We may have a team meeting for an hour and a half once a month, and then we cut them loose for the other four weeks of the month to work with our patients, clients, and customers. So in this environment where we're coming back from COVID, we're dealing with social media and all this stuff we're being bombarded with about current events and things like that. Sometimes your team might be going through the motions on a day-to-day basis, and they could literally do this, be doing the same exact job as what they were doing prior to March. But things are a little bit different right now. Or maybe things really aren't different, but it's a perception that it could be different. So these team meetings are there for you to guide their daily activities. Go back to my point. What are we bringing to the team meeting to create an ROI for you this business, this practice. And quite honestly, you could even look at it from the patient's perspective. And what are you bringing that's going to help this team improve their day-to-day activities, which will be visible to your patients, customers, and clients? You're there to provide content, provide value to your team so they know what's expected of them as soon as we conclude this meeting. So that means we may need to, from one meeting to the next, you may leave this meeting today knowing what we're going to do at the next one. You may leave this meeting today and keep a journal of all the things that need to be covered with this team at the next team meeting. And I, and I really do believe if you took the challenge and said, I'm going to write down something every day that needs to be covered in a team meeting You should be mad that you only have an hour and a half for a team meeting. And when you have these team meetings, this is about communication and clarity. You can communicate things. If you're not seeing the activities as a result of presenting things to your team, then maybe we need to change up the delivery a little bit. So sometimes it's about delivering it. And if you get the complacent head nods, then obviously it's not getting through or they're not buying into what you're saying or they're uncomfortable with what you're saying. So if you've challenged your team to do something different, if you've challenged your team to ask for reviews, if you've challenged your team to ask for referrals, if you've challenged your team to collect money, it could be any number of things. Those complacent head nods happen because either they're not buying in or they're uncomfortable. But that's the whole point of having the team meeting is for you to communicate how they can achieve the objective, and you're there to create clarity. You're there to also be a support so they know if they try it and they fail, they can come back to you for help. If they try it and they fail, they learn from it and they do it again. 
It's not that we try something once and it didn't work, because I can assure you, we wouldn't have light bulbs, we wouldn't have Microsoft products, we wouldn't have Amazon. They all failed along the way. And, the, and anything we would ask a team member to do is not inventing the light bulb, I can assure you. Anything we're asking them to do has probably already been done millions of times before. It's just the first time they've done it. And we need to make sure that they, they understand how to do it and that there's a support structure there to help them if they need it. So that, my friends, was your next Resilient Entrepreneur podcast. It's all about training. Yes, you need to have it. I highly recommend a monthly team meeting, bare minimum. And as I've said in some of the other podcasts, if you have other ideas, other content that you'd like me to cover, please reach out and let me know. If you'd love to talk about any of of this one-on-one, reach out and let me know. I'd be happy to talk to you.